1: Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
2: Well, yesterday I was in the hot seat as the general manager of the Angels. And today, Mike Manassian is going to jump into the hot seat and he's going to share what his offseason moves would be. So let's get into it. You're locked on with Micah and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
3: All right, I got to say this in my GM voice. Thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Of course, we're free and available on all platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you're listening, we would really appreciate if you gave us a rate and a review helps others to find the pod and this organization really could use your support and If you're watching on YouTube, you can like, comment, subscribe, and click the bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. Well done. Well done. That was the warm-up. What's going on, everybody?
2: Thank you for joining (laughs) us for
3: this edition of Lockdown Angels,
2: where it's your team. Every single day, you've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my GM brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. (laughs) Well, yesterday was really exciting for me because I got to share my off-season moves. And as a fan of this team, for a very long time, we have seen them disappoint us yes most off seasons yes (laughs) we had a good run there for a while where it was like hey we got the big free agent and we all know how that worked out right and uh yeah so it's it's fun to take it into our own hands and share our opinions i got to do that yesterday michael it's time for you to hop in to the gm hot seat and share with us the off-season moves that you would make this season all
3: right johnny i'm gonna I'm going to run with the same theory that you ran with yesterday and that okay. is that the Angels are probably not going to spend more than they've already spent meaning mm-hmm. that I think 200 million is probably going to be the ceiling for this team. I know that the luxury tax is 233 or 235 yes. something like that. 33. And 33. And so I'm going to go to about 200 million. And I'll tell you, this is hard because I had two things working against me. One, I have the ceiling. I have the lid of... About $50 million to spend, and yeah. I can't go over that. But two, I made sure that I didn't select any players that you selected because Ooh, I didn't want a repetitive that? show, right? Yeah, you and I impressive. think a lot alike. And so, for clarity, I love Jock Peterson in left field, and so do you. I love Brandon Nimmo in left field, and so do you. But mm-hmm. I felt like it was important to think out of the box here, it okay. was important to not. Repeat what you did, and so I would love your thoughts. I would love your grades, and for those Angel fans listening that love it, you're welcome. For those that uh, listening and you hate what I picked, just remember that I didn't want to select what John selected. So be gentle, <laughs> all right. So again, my so payroll I got first dibs. I like that. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm a I'm a servant, and so my payroll <laughs> lid is about two hundred million dollars. Because okay. remember, we have those huge numbers with Trout and Otani and Rendon, and then all the we art certainly numbers. do, yeah. yeah. So, Johnny, I'm going to make a move this offseason, and I'm going to get a left fielder because that's what we need. And not being repetitive, I've decided to sign J.D. Martinez, who played with the Boston Red Sox and also played with the Detroit Tigers. This guy had a career, and he still, I think, has a few good years left, so... Johnny, I'm going to sign him to a two-year, $30 million deal. I think that okay. that's actually going to help me get him. And here's so about $15 million each? Yes. Here's here's okay. why. So first of all, his market value, according to SpotTrack.com, which is a great website if you haven't checked yes, out it out yet. Yes, it is. Uh, I'm going to give him about $15 million a year. Now, okay. here's the issue. I realize that he played DH all last season, but a piece of that was because the Red Sox – have a really had a really good outfield, and you mm. didn't need JD to play in the outfield. But if you look at his career, he's actually played left and right field pretty consistently. He played hmm. 70 games in the outfield in 2021, and he had a 980 fielding percentage with three defensive runs saved. So the guy actually has a pretty great glove in the outfield. And I like this move for a few reasons. One, it gives Joe Adele a chance to be the fourth outfielder. And I think that Mm -hmm. it allows Joe to rotate in and out to give Trout a day off, to give Mm -hmm. Ward a day off. And I think you're going to need to give Martinez a few days off as well. And so I think Mm -hmm. Joe is going to get some at-bats here, and I think it's going to allow him to develop But we're not relying upon him. Who we're relying Hmm. upon is somebody who has been in the World Series and won. Somebody who has hit 45 home runs in a single season at one point. Somebody Mm -hmm. who's knocked in over 120 runs. I really like his bat. And here's the second reason why I'm going with JD. He gives the Halos a really good bat to all fields. Now, remember, there's no shift. I like that. There's no shift next year. So these numbers are only going to improve. 56% Hmm. of his hits went to center field, 19 were pulled, and 24% he went to the oppo field. He went to right Mm -hmm. field because he's a right-handed batter. I, I love that because we need a contact hitter. We need somebody that's going to make contact, get hits, or at least move runners over. I would slot J.D., about maybe five or sixth in the lineup, but I also think that you can move him around to anywhere you would want him to be. Perhaps he is the cleanup hitter, and you you go Ward. Trout, Otani, and JD, then Rendon and Walsh. I mean, you're stretching this lineup out incredibly well. Johnny has a really great eye at the plate. He had a 340 on base percentage. He gives the Angels a little more pop. He had a 790 OPS, 43 doubles last year, and 16 home runs. So you can see that his slugging is still there because he is able to find gaps. Again, going back to his percentage of hits that went to center and how many he pulled and how many he went to the opposite field. And so I really like this bat. Here's the biggest reason why I like JD Martinez. He is clutch and he Mm. has come through in clutch moments. And if there was anything that the angels needed in 2022, it was some clutch hitting. It was a, it was a guy at second base and it was the bottom of the lineup and we needed a run and we never came through in those moments. We've shared uh, kind of ad nauseum on this podcast of the OPS of four through nine and how the Halos were terrible. Mm-hmm. And so I think that this guy actually upgrades us in a really dramatic and specific way, extraordinary way, in my opinion. And, and when you talk about what he can do in left field, again, you have Joe Adele that can come in and fill in if necessary. And then you mm-hmm. also can have him uh, play right field if necessary, if you want to have Joe Adele start. Now, I know that you actually started with Brandon Drury, and you said, I'm going to handle and solve the depth issue. Here's Mm -hmm. how I'm solving it. I'm only going to sign J.D. Martinez, but I'm actually going to have Levon Soto on my opening day roster. And David Fletcher is going to be my shortstop. Luis Ranjifo is going to be my second baseman. And Soto, I would anticipate is going to be like... They're going to be like a triangle. You're you're not going to know who's starting in what game because you're not going to be mm. stuck in that. And I'm going to keep Squid because I want him up there for defensive purposes. has got a good glove. And, yeah. and, I, and I think that this actually really helps our, our depth issue in the infield. So I'm signing J.D. Martinez and I actually went a step further. I'm going to do him for two years... million, $15 million a year. That's his market value. I think he Mm -hmm. really brings an upgrade to our lineup. I think he brings uh, a wisdom on how to get to the playoffs. I think he's a clutch hitter, and I think he would have a really great season in Anaheim. We've got that huge, deep pocket in right field. We've got that long area in left field and I think that this guy is going to find those gaps and he's going to really really be a consistent hitter for us in 2023 what are your thoughts I actually think this this is
2: a great approach and it really is uh, an an interesting idea to bring him to play in the outfield and especially kind of have that power bat in the middle of the lineup is age a concern to you? He is 35. Yes.
3: I know that I signed Jose Abreu at 36 for yeah. a year. So is this a concern at all to you? It would be a concern in only him being in left field or in right field for mm-hmm. uh, for every day. And that's why I really am excited about having Joe Adele. I think it gives Joe clarity as to what role he's going to play. And then I can give JD a couple of days off a week and have Joe Adele mm-hmm. get some consistent at bats. So I'm going to manage this really well. I'm going to trust Phil Nevin. I'm not going to call down to the dugout and tell him what to do. I'm going to let him actually manage this. <laughs> but I. I, I think that that would be my only concern with him. I don't think that it's going to be a factor with his eye at the plate. I think the age factor would be just how many games could I get out of him. But if you look at how many games he's played over the last few years, he's really been in the 130, 140 range, and he hasn't really mm-hmm. missed too many games. So mm-hmm. I'm not as concerned as as the number, the age number would, would maybe cause you to be concerned. I think mm-hmm. he's actually going to be great for us.
2: Yeah. You know, the heart, I really like that you signed up for two years at uh, you know, 15 million each. And the hardest thing I think about this process is this is mostly about what we would want to bring to the table for the Angels. Yeah. And I didn't really take into consideration you know other teams pursuing and where this player wants to play, right. that kind of thing, and being competitive in terms of signing them. So what you did here out of the gate was you made it competitive yeah. by giving him two years, 30 million. So I think you did a really good job here
3: on this one. And uh, where
2: did you say you would factor him into the lineup again?
3: I would put him in either at cleanup, and I think then Rendon's fifth and Walsh is sixth, or I could put mm. him at sixth and have Rendon back cleanup, then go Walsh, and then go JD Martinez. I think that you can have a lot of flexibility with him in the lineup. And, totally. And, and one note on the two years that really is my contingency plan if I can't re-sign Shohei then next year Hmm. JD's my DH I already have him slotted in for designated hitter and then I can put him in left field and have trout DH on days where I need to get trout off his feet so it's almost a contingency plan as well if Shohei doesn't re-sign but he already talked to me he said he's re-signing so we're all good look at (laughs) (laughs)
2: look at you with the foresight and the forethought there I love it I love it well done well done Coming up on Lockdown Angels, we need pitching, and we need some more pitching, and who's going to slide into Mike's starting rotation? We'll take a look at that here in just a second, but first...
3: Lockdown Angels is brought to you by Roan, Michael. John, as I build my team, I really want to look good and feel good while I build this really good team. And so this is why (laughs) Uh I need Roan in my GM life, because Roan is a men's clothing line that will help me to look good and feel good and will do the same for you. Roan fits each man perfectly. You're never uncomfortable. It's never tight. They always have your shirt size. And with Roan's commuter shirt, it's the most comfortable breathable, flexible shirt known to man and here's why Roan is so comfortable. They have a four-way stretch fabric that provides breathability and flexibility and it leaves you room to enjoy what life throws at you so as I'm commuting to Anaheim Stadium or I'm out golfing trying to convince Shohei to re-sign with us I know that Roan's got my back and my front and with Roan looking good is easy. They've got the wrinkle-free release technology. You stretch it and those wrinkles go away as you wear the shirt. And, Johnny, they got Gold Fusion, which is an anti-odor technology, so you're going to be smelling so fresh and so clean, clean all day long. Listen, when you're the GM of the Angels, you can get a little bit sweaty because the pressure's on, and so with Roan, I'm thankful that I'm not going to, if I'm sweaty, I'm not going to stink, so that's a really great thing. You can't have a GM that smells. That's terrible, right? Plus, Roan is 100% machine washable, so you can ditch the dry cleaner altogether because I know I'm going to be putting in some hours at angel stadium so head to roan.com slash locked on and use our promo code locked on to save 20% off your entire order that's 20% off your entire order at r h o n e.com slash locked on again use our promo code locked on you can upgrade your closet today with roan use our promo code locked on save 20% at roan.com slash locked on
0: new game day shirt boom cash back food for the tailgate
2: We want to thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. For your second listen today, you got to check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, you can go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with Locked On local experts and insights that only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today is available on this app, YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. All
3: right, Johnny, I want to talk about my starting rotation, but just for clarity, why yes. don't you take us back to yesterday to let the listeners know who it is that you selected, and then I'll share who I have selected to upgrade our starting pitching.
2: Yeah, yesterday, uh, my starting rotation, the the additions that I made consisted of Tyler Anderson, who we know had a breakout season with the Dodgers, and then Michael Wacha, who had a very under-the-radar season with the Red Sox. And Tyler Anderson was kind of the biggest splash, I think, besides Brandon Nimmo that I made. It's really hard to stay within the budget constraints. So I am looking forward to seeing how you're going to pull this off and improve our rotation in 2023. Now, Considering we have Shohei Ohtani, Patrick Sandoval, Reed Detmers, Jose Suarez, there's probably one starter and probably two that we need to add if they decide to go with that six-man rotation this season. Yep. So, Michael, why don't you hit us with the signings that you made for the starting rotation?
3: All right. So, I'm going to go first with the smaller signing, and it's one that you would have signed, and you mentioned that you would have signed, too. So, I'm going to start with Michael Lorenzen. I okay, really think that Lorenzen, Biceps. right? I think he's got to come back. And I think that what we saw from him this last season is somebody who, when he's healthy, he's really good. And I think mm-hmm. that he's going to eat up innings for us. And so I'm going to give Michael two years, $14 million, so $7 hey, million dollars a year. Look at you. And that's market value. And I think that it actually gives him a high five to, yes, we really believe in you. And again, something that our friend Andrew from Angels Top Plays has said, Michael can slot into the bullpen if he doesn't actually do really mm-hmm. well in the starting rotation. Mm-hmm. I also anticipate when we get to the playoffs, I said when, when we get to the playoffs, I think Lorenzen can be the guy like Noah Syndergaard was for the Phillies. He can come in in the 4th, 5th, 6th innings and stretch it out. And so that's why I really like him and I think a full season with Michael we're going to be really impressed with him. So that's a that's a repetitive signing that you mentioned on our show yesterday that you would sign it wasn't one of my it wasn't one of my official signings, but it was yes. as a backup. It right. was like, you know, I'd bring him back
2: if my payroll is too high because I think he would be a very affordable option. And he's somebody that I would like to see back, because even though he got hurt, I mean, he was just a gamer, and he showed that he cared. And when he was on, he was really on. And I think in the same way that you give somebody like Noah Syndergaard a year to kind of figure things out after coming back from Tommy John, I think with Michael Lorenzen, you got to give him time to figure out how to be a starter and right out of the gate. He went seven, right, nine. You know what I mean? Like seven innings, eight innings. He he gave some longevity to the rotation, and it's unfortunate that that injury happened. So I would love to see him back again. I like. That you made that signing. Who else you got for the starting? Rotation? Here's
3: the big splash, Johnny. This is my my uh, my Ian Anderson sort of splash, right? Like, was it Ian Anderson or is it Tyler? Tyler. Anderson? Anderson. Tyler Anderson. <laughs> Anderson. There's there's so many different names in baseball, right? I'm going to say the the Tyler Anderson signing that you made. This is my big splash, Jameson Tyone from the Tyone. New York Yankees. I'm going wow, to sign okay. him. To a three year, $43 million deal. So that's 14 to 14 and a half. That's his market value. And yeah. here's what I like about him he's coming off two consecutive years of 140 innings pitched. He was mm. 14 and 5 with a 391 ERA. Now, mm-hmm. don't be deceived by that ERA. I know it looks a, a bit high. It, for us, it probably oh, is not. really good. Good. <laughs> As but an Angel fan, I'm not deceived. <laughs> here's, here's why I like him he, one, has playoff experience but yeah. two he pitched in the wind tunnel that is Yankee Stadium and right. that you I mean you're a right-handed batter all you got to do is just flick your wrists and you're going to get a home run to right field and so <laughs> that's where Tyone was playing now he's going to pitch mainly at night in Anaheim, where the air is thick, right? That that marine layer can come in, and this stadium is more designed. <laughs> Sorry, I just got, the air is thick, it's smelling right, <laughs> and it turns to the left, and you say it to the right. <laughs> You're welcome. I had to do it. Yeah. So this this is good because our our, our stadium is more designed for pitching anyway, mm-hmm, and and mm-hmm. Tyone is the type of pitcher that will really thrive there. Here's another reason why I like him and went with three years. He's only 31. And so when he starts mm. the season, he'll actually be 31 years old. Okay, I think he's hitting his prime. I think he's a really good starter. He was so good against us last year. And I think mm-hmm. Jameson Tyone is going to be the guy that follows up Shohei Otani in our starting rotation and, okay. and, and really will be a good one-two punch for my Halos team this next season. What do you think?
2: So give me your full starting rotation in that sense.
3: I'm going to go with Shohei. I'm going to go with Tyone at number... Number two. Number three is going to be Reed Detmers. Number four okay. is going to be Patrick Sandoval. Five is going to be Michael Lorenzen. And six will be Jose Suarez.
2: I like that. I like the fact that you put Reed at three and Sandoval at four. Um, you've got back to back lefties there. Is is on a righty or lefty? He's a righty. He's a righty. Okay. Yep. So you, you'd go two righties, two lefties. And then Lorenzen's a righty, Suarez a lefty. So we have a good mix here of handedness in the starting rotation yeah and man think about that for a second when you come to Patrick Sandoval as the fourth starter that's a that's a deep rotation and that's a challenging rotation if you're starting a series and you know it's coming back around to the front of the rotation and it's a four-game set you got to face Shohei, Tyon, Reed Detmers, and Patrick Sandoval man I like the challenge that the starting rotation offers in this situation. This is this is really good. I appreciate the uh, the tie on signing and the Michael Lorenzen signing. I almost feel like this is a pretty realistic deal, Mike. The three year, forty three million dollars. Yeah. And (laughs) you did pretty good
3: at not going over budget, like I did. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard, man, and that's the that's the hard part. I really went I went to the like you know the budget communicator i even looked at like trade potentials on mm-hmm. mlb trade uh the trade board r- website because mm-hmm. i thought maybe there would be some moves i can make to maybe save some money so i went in depth so that's that's a whole other episode where we can talk about trades but um yeah i think tyone is going to be uh he, he could be a really good potential for us like in real world time like perry Minassian time but for my team i would sign him and i think a three-year 43 million dollar deal would be very competitive and would be very attractive <laughs> Oh,
2: All right, Mike, we have to talk about the one thing that needs to be addressed. And so far, it hasn't been addressed, but I'm going to trust that you will address it. Yep. We got to talk about the bullpen. Yep. Did you have a solution for this Angels bullpen? We have lots of bodies, lots of people. Of course, I shared my bullpen piece, which was... Closing with Rafael Montero, who is currently with the Astros. He's very familiar with AL West because he's been with Seattle before. So I think that he's somebody who could benefit the back of our bullpen. But what did you do to help this bullpen out? I really hope you have an answer for me.
3: I do have an answer for you. Uh, I like the Montero signing, by the way. I think that was brilliant on your end. and So I wanted to do something that could be brilliant on my end. And here's kind of my motivation behind it. I am sick and tired of getting to those late innings and not being confident that the door is gonna be closed. And I <laughs> and I I loved I loved having Rice sell there. Now I know that we weren't really into fighting for the division later in the season and especially in twenty twenty one, but early on I loved having Rysell in as Mm -hmm. closer because you knew that the door is going to be closed and that everybody is going to play their role. And with the rise of Jimmy Hergit and with the rise of some of the other guys like Andrew Wance and some of those guys, I I really like where this bullpen can go. We also have Loop and Tepera that are still in the mix. So, Johnny, Mm -hmm. I wanted to make a big splash here, and this is going to be probably my most costly move. And it might be my most questioned move because we did trade away Rysel and got rid of that contract. And so this Mm -hmm. might be a repetitive decision because I'm bringing a Mm. heavy contract back. But I'm going to sign Edwin Diaz and I'm going to give him four years, $64 million. That's $16 million a year. And I'm doing that. That's exactly Rysel's number then. Yeah. Yeah, so wow. I'm really kind okay. of just okay. replacing that pitcher and I'm doing that because again, I'm tired of not having somebody at the back of that bullpen that can mm-hmm. really close the door. And I want to get Shohei wins, I want to get my guys wins. I don't think Patrick Sandoval needs to go 5 and 8 or 5 and 9. Like this guy right. this guy needs to that needs to switch and I think a part of that is getting a good bullpen behind him. What what Edwin Diaz does is he brings in a guy who has done a couple of things. One, he's led the league in saves before. Mm-hmm. Two, He's been in the playoffs before. Mm-hmm. And three, he's played in the A.O. West before, and right. he's had great success. And so I think that bringing him back into the Angels mix, he's going to know the teams that he's facing. He's going to know what his role is. He's been in New York, so he's felt the pressure. Coming to Anaheim is going to be like moving to Mayberry because he's. <laughs> he, it's going to be so <laughs> easy for him to just exist in there, right? And he's going to be a hero because he's going to be somebody that's going to get Shohei wins and he's going to yeah. help get Mike Trout to the playoffs. Right. Now, I'm going to I'm going to bolster my bullpen by bringing up Two specific guys. Okay. I think Chris Rodriguez, if he's healthy, he's in my bullpen. Yeah, and I'm going to give Ben Joyce a shot at being oh. somebody that can be at the end of my bullpen okay. simply because he's somebody that throws a lot of heat, and I I, I want that in there. And so I'm going I'm going to slot those two guys in there as well. And if Tapera and Loop don't turn out for me, then I'm quickly moving to Austin Warren and Andrew Wance and Ben Joyce and Chris Rodriguez. I'm not messing around with this anymore because I want to make sure that our star get their wins that our Mm -hmm. team actually gets to the playoffs and that Edwin Diaz shuts the door and we find ourselves with some great success in 2023 what do
2: you think I love it let me give you a scenario here I'll let you uh think this for a second okay uh Jose Suarez comes in he's starting the game he's struggling the second time through the order it's the fourth inning he finally gets through the fourth who's your fifth sixth seventh eighth, ninth inning guys, what order would you put your bullpen in?
3: Yeah, that's great. I, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to use Jaime Berea uh, in, in mm-hmm. the role that he played last season. I think he's really strong there. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to have Jaime be the guy that can help stretch me go a couple of innings. I'm going to use Jimmy Herget in some of those innings as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that I'm, I'm going to rely on Tapera and Loop to return to form. Oh, okay. And, and so I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at Bria kind of stretching me, and then when I go six, seven, eight, I'm going to go Hergit, Loop, Tapera. Not always in that order, but those mm-hmm. are the three that I'm going to start with. Mm-hmm. And if they fail me, then I'm going to use Wance and I'm going to use Warren in those in those uh, rotation rolls, those bullpen rows roles moving forward. Where
2: do you see Chris Rodriguez at?
3: I think if, if Chris is healthy, I think that he can be somebody that comes in sixth or seventh inning mm-hmm. and, and just throws his gas with that awkward kind of, he's almost like a, a second version of, of Herget with the way that he pitches, right? He's kind of got that deceptive, deceptive throwing arm. And so I'm going to mm-hmm. put him in sixth inning seventh inning.
2: Okay. And final question for me, does the trumpet player come with Edwin Diaz?
3: <laughs> Did you sign I, him? I, I, if that makes if that, if that incentivizes it, then yes, I'm bringing him in. And then what I'm going to have him do is I'm going to get my money's worth. He's going to play at the seventh inning stretch so that we're not playing the stupid Buttercup song or any other song that they put on. And then I'm also going to have him play when Edwin Diaz comes in the ninth inning. And I'm expecting him to play a whole lot because we're going to have a lot of leads with this team that I've built.
2: We're going to have Ipe and the trumpet guy on the same team. This is fantastic. See, the Angels need more. They don't have a mascot. They have... Epay, pay and then they could have the trumpet player that's the trumpet neat. guy <laughs> <laughs> yes so mike give me your final numbers on your uh payroll here let us know how you did all
3: right so i i spent about 52 million dollars here okay so i'm i'm, I'm two million dollars over my self-imposed cap of 200 million dollars for mm-hmm. the season so i'm at two 202 million dollars mm-hmm. now uh, there's there's room to f- be flexible there i can i can move some other pieces but i'm also under the luxury tax which is great i think i have room to maybe sign one more player I think I can get somebody maybe for eight million dollars whether it be a bullpen piece or maybe I go and get like a Brandon Drury or something like that I've given Mm -hmm. myself enough room where I'm not going to break the bank with these signings and and it also will be I think intentional signings and really be specific to the needs of our team
2: I like it all right are you ready for my grade
3: I'm ready for your grade. Give me. I know that you gave this to me yesterday,
2: but I'm going to give you the same thing. I'm going to give you a B plus because I liked the way that you addressed the starting rotation. (laughs) (laughs) A B plus player, just like Brian Danielson, right? (laughs) Uh, No, that was Daniel Bryan. That's a different. That's a whole different guy. That's a whole different guy. Wrestling. (laughs) All right. And so I'm giving you a B B+, because I like the way that you addressed the offense. We certainly needed that coming into the season. I think J.D. Martinez adds a lot to that. I think Edwin Diaz is a lockdown closer. I love the Jamison Tyon signing, and having him behind Shohei would be fantastic. Uh, the one thing that I'm concerned with is I understand the depth in terms of the infield in regard to Fletch and Soto and Renjifo and Squid, and so I think what keeps it from being an, uh, an A for me is relying on what we already have as opposed to making a very like obvious jump there, right? Sure. But like you said, you still have some room in the payroll to probably add somebody to second base or shortstop. You know, I've been thinking about this and I, even after my GM episode, I was like, wouldn't it be cool to have Gene Segura back? I think that'd be a lot of fun to have him come back and play for us. <laughs> now I
3: actually wrestled with that a little bit. Did and you? Gene, Gene has actually got a player option or a team option. I'm not sure exactly. I'd have to check. Got it. But got he's it. not unrestricted free agent. That's why I actually didn't talk about him. Okay. But he was okay. when I'm going through on Sport Track. Go there, by the way, if you haven't been. Go to Sport yeah. track because it listed Spot him. Track. Spot track, sorry, and and he enlisted him, and I thought maybe I could sneak him in and get a good deal with him because I would love to have Gene back. He would have been my guy that would have helped with depth, but again, he was not an unrestricted free agent. He still right. has like a club option or a player option. I'm not sure exactly what it was, so he wasn't a guaranteed signing for us.
2: Got it, got it. That's good to know. Well, I think you did well, my friend. That's my my final grade, B plus. But uh, let us know what you think in the comments on YouTube or get at us at Locked On Angels on Twitter. Or at Super Halo Bros.
3: Well, thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen today. Now, for your next listen, check out our friends at the Locked On Sports Today podcast. They share some of the biggest stories from the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and their take of the day. They're available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: We really appreciate you tuning in today, and we hope that you'll reach out to us at Lockdown Angels and share your grades of Mike's GM offseason, uh, off season, my off-season. We'd love to hear from you and share your opinions. You can also reach us at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram.
3: Michael, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? Can Shohei Otani get better? Huh? That seems like a stupid question, right? <laughs> can he get better? And the answer is, well, he thinks so. So we're gonna talk a little bit about that and where? he can get better Hmm. tomorrow on Locked on Angels. That's going to be a great conversation. We hope that you'll join us for that. Until then, my
2: name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Angels, and we'll see you right back here tomorrow.